Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 37. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to thank you guys for supporting the podcast. You know, these last few weeks since being back has been real tough. I mean, my motivation hasn't been all the way there. And I feel like, you know, I'm I'm just in like still in vacation mode. Uh, it's been hard to get back to work and just trying to get back to the to the uh, to the regimen that I've been on since leaving. Um, you know, just getting back to the grind is just tough to do. Um, after, you know, just my mind, body, and soul being out of work, out of, uh, all this other stuff, I have been dreading, you know, going back to reality and it's been dragging my week along. Um, but my motivation hasn't been there and I've just been trying to get back to reality, but I still, uh, have been kind of on Eastern time. Um, and then the time changed. So now it seems like the days are just going by so fast. Uh, but my goal this week is to get back into my regimen and, and stop being so lackadaisical, you know, just trying to not be so lazy. Um, we've out, we've have eaten out way too much this week. Um, I'm, I haven't been to the gym since we've gotten back, uh, I know things need to change, and I believe this week will be that ball-busting week I need to focus on, but this podcast has been really the only thing I've been looking forward to. Uh, Coming back to work was miserable because the holiday season is here. Uh, It's been super busy, and people have been extra rude, Um, you know, and that that kind of caught me off guard. Uh, We've been, but we've been uh, watching a lot of Netflix this week. Uh, we watched a great Netflix series called Unbelievable, which was a, a pretty hard to watch due to the real life vibe um, that they portrayed on the show. This series was about a girl who was raped by a serial rapist. Uh, then the story gets strange as the cops didn't believe her. Uh, this was a very interesting show because of all the, the process that they put her through, uh, li- reliving the incident over and over again just for the police not to believe her. Um, this show lets you feel exactly the tension that women feel after being victimized and also the fear of untrusting the law. Um so if you're like into suspenseful shows, this show is something to watch. I was fully entertained and, you know, it left you uh, with cliffhangers on each episode uh, to make you want to keep binge watching it. Um, but, you know, Netflix to me is coming out with new content a lot and it's getting better and better. And so I'm enjoying it. Um, also this week I was able to watch, uh, to listen to the new Gangstar album and my first experience with Gangstar was from my friend Jay, uh, which he used multiple Gangstar tracks on our basketball mixtape. Now I'm a big fan and the newest project, one of the best yet has been the album that I've been anticipating. Uh, this album has tons of great collabs such as J. Cole, Tali Kwali, Q-Tip, M.O.P. and Royce the 5'9". If you haven't heard of Gangstar, it is a duo of Guru and DJ Premier. Uh, This group was influential in the 90s, and many didn't think there was going to be another Gangstar album. But some of my favorite tracks off this new project is Hitman, What's Real, Family and Loyalty. And I just got to say, you know, um, if you guys are interested, just follow me on on Spotify. I do have multiple uh, playlists on there that you guys can check out. Um, I'll drop, I'll drop the, at least the, the blaze 
podcast playlist soon, just off the music that I've already reviewed. Um, but like I said, this week has been filled with Netflix and podcasts, and I've been listened to on my way to work and on my way home. Um, I am a new fan of the new uh, T.I.'s new podcast called Expeditiously, uh, which can be found on YouTube. I like this podcast for the content, and T.I. introduces uh, many of his guests, such as Killer Mike, Alex Jones, Master P, Too Short, and Charlemagne the God. He uses his platform to inform people to think outside the box, and he touches on religion, politics, and everyday life. This podcast has some great potential because T.I. is articulate and speaks for people without a voice. My favorite episode so far is the one with Charlemagne the God, which they talk about religion, racism, and politics. I've been trying to get into more podcasts to make sure mine is holding its own, and I haven't heard of a podcast like The Blaze. Uh, the Blaze podcast is still very young, and the potential for this podcast is growing week to week. I still want to get more listeners, and I just want the listeners to know that they, they can really rely on the content and uh, can depend on uh, it being uploaded every week. Not only do I want listeners, but I also want call-ins. Um, I want to know about my followers and see what new content we can bring to the podcast. So make sure you keep following and sharing this podcast. We are in 37 weeks now, and so far, you know, most of you guys came to chill, you know? And it proves to me that if you put the work in, uh, the results will show, and slowly we'll be getting there uh, where we want to be. And I think it's good because, uh, you know, it's free of commercials. Um, I think commercials kind of ruin the experience. So, you know, I just want to make this podcast into something for everyone. And I'm glad uh, you're here on my 37th episode. Um, keep supporting and keep tuning in. But let's get this week started. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Californians moving out of state. Uh, California has been on a trend this year of people moving out of state. More than 700,000 people have left the Golden State in the last year, and most transplants out of the other state, uh, out of any other states. The, um, this immigration is due to high living costs and high taxes, which has been increasing year to year. Uh, the middle class in California has shrunk, and many officials believe there is no middle class in California. Uh, the average cost of a house in California is $440,000, which is two and a half times more than the national average. Um, the average rent is $1,200, which is 50% more than the rest of the country. And this is due to not many housing uh, in like the coastal areas or the, you know, the bigger cities. Um, for those who want to really just stay in those regions, um, this problem has been hitting like the inland regions too. Um, housing prices go up due to not having enough house housing. Um, you now see more people commuting from inland cities to coastal areas for which, you know, the rent has gone up year by year. Uh, this makes it hard for businesses to hire and retain suitable employees, which is hindering business growth and the potential of uh, California's economy growth. Uh, California has been looking more and more like a third world state. Um, and it continues to get worse as the housing needs are not being met. Even through building 100,000 new homes each year, this state, you know, doesn't house 
have enough um, affordable housing. Um, the state houses the most billionaires in in the country, and close to one hundred thirty thousand homeless. That is a quarter of the amount of uh, homeless in the country. Even though homelessness has been decreasing slowly, we still see a significant difference between rich and poor. The average gas prices in California is four dollars and eighteen cents, and these are things that you know are needed to maintain an American lifestyle. You know, you need a house. And you also need gas. Um, but this gas has been going up due to the newest gas tax we voted on. And this is a dollar more than Alaska, Oregon, and Nevada, who are in like the $3 range. Um, the taxes have been going up as the state sales tax is 6%, with a 1.25% jurisdiction tax, which seems to get higher each year. I love this state, and especially living in the Central Valley, uh, but once... Once, you know, I get a chance to be able to buy a home, I want to be able to live uh, the rest of my life out in my house, you know? And I think the only way for me to get a house is probably moving away. And that's my dream of being a homeowner, you know? I think that's everybody's dream. That's the American dream. Um, but this state, you know, like I said, is a wonderful place to live. And I hope I'll be here for a while, but knowing how, you know, the politics are playing such a huge role on why prices are being so high, it just makes me realize, you know, there's other places that I could uh, literally bend that dollar and get more for my buck. Um, and it's not just because I went to Georgia uh, or Atlanta and saw, you know, what it is like there. It, it, it's been on my mind for a while now. Um, I know a lot of people are moving to Texas. They're moving to Oklahoma. They're moving to Tennessee. And these are states, you know, that are reliable to for housing. Uh, you can find some nice housing at, at any of these states and pay, you know, not even half of what you would in, in California or even Fresno. And you see the trend happening more and more. People are just leaving the state. And I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, I think... Um, with the immigration, how it is right now, it's going to be really just billionaires and uh, immigrants. And I'm not trying to like say that's the whole problem, but you know the the housing needs to needs to uh, start increasing if if they want people to stay here, and especially in uh in areas like um you know San Francisco where there's so many people in that one area, uh that just makes more competition for people to be able to kick them out of their own, um, neighborhoods, you know, and that, that's what you don't want to see. You don't want to see people, uh, having to leave just because they have to compete with, uh, you know, the job market or with, uh, cost of living that, that just doesn't seem fair, but you know, I'm one of those advocates for, uh, things are not always greener on the other side. You know, it, you might move to another state rules and laws are different. Um, and state to state, you know, things change. And for me, it would have to be that it wouldn't be for the politics, really. It would have to be just the price of, of a house. I mean, if I could find a, a nice, you know, three bedroom, two ba bathroom house in Texas or in Georgia, I mean, I would take that, uh, if it was a, a if the cost of living is a lot better, you know, um, I just, I just know I love California and I love being in the central Valley, 
we're not far from LA. We're not far from San Francisco. Uh, but things are getting more expensive. Uh, and as, as we keep, uh, hiring the minimum wage, you're going to start seeing more influxes on gas and more influxes on housing. So there has to be an answer for this. Uh, I'm not too sure what the answer is. I just know I've been seeing the trend and I, I want to just, you know, tell you guys about it a little bit. But the next thing I want to talk about is uh, just the local music that we have right now. Um, I look forward to the first of each month because that is when BKR drops his newest EPs from the Lotaria series. Um this podcast is a huge supporter of the series, which has blessed the podcast throughout. And we've been reviewing each uh, successful EP. As each one becomes its own piece of work, you can see the bigger picture of, of BKR's hard work. Um, this newest uh, this newest EP uh, is number seven from the Lotharia series. It's called Three Kings featuring 40-ounce villains and producer AM3. I'm not too sure of who AM3 is. I haven't really um, been able to YouTube him. I haven't seen his YouTube page, but I definitely like the production on this on, on this EP. Um, you know, he's already, uh, BKR has already had uh, seven... Lotharia series, um, I mean, Lemon Bars, Chemtrails, Shitocrates, Fresnadelphia, Conversation, and Ghost. And his newest is Three Kings, which features, like I said, 40-ounce villains, another local group who can be seen on YouTube or performing live at different venues. I saw them uh, the first time. I think it was I Need the Music, BKR's I Need the Music, uh, when he dropped his album. Uh, I, I really liked their performance, definitely their, their style and their beat selection. Uh, it really, uh, makes a difference with listening to someone that actually has good beats. Um, but like I said, this, on this EP, um, almost each song is a slapper. Uh, but my favorite songs from the three Kings EP is wrong side of the tracks, hello Watts and 15s. And three three kings, which is a self titled song, um, just the quality of, of production on this EP, and you know when BKR features local talent, makes this EP a must listen. So if you haven't heard any of the Lotharia series, be sure to check out BKRraps.com, which you can hear all of his content and see all of his upcoming um, events. Or check out his YouTube channel, BKR Raps, where you can hear his newest single, Don't Look, which dropped last week. Uh, BKR will also be hitting the stage November 17th as an opener for Cryptic Wisdom Live at Strummers. Uh, his music is great, but I believe his shows are super lit. So make sure you support your local hip-hop community. Now let's talk about some local sports, Fresno State Bulldogs football, and last week's matchup versus Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, uh, 41-38 was a shootout. Uh, both teams were scoring relentlessly as neither defense could stop the offense, but it was Fresno State who was victorious as they kicked the field goal while the clock ran out to zero. This was a great performance from number 11 QB Jorge Reyna, who was 17 out of 27 attempts. Uh, he passed for 188 yards with one t touchdown. And this was a great win because, you know, they were tied 
and Reyna marched down the field to set up a game-winning field goal. Um, also, running back number 20, Ronnie Rivers, uh, recorded his second straight 100-yard game with 103 yards on 19 carries with two touchdowns. Also, wide receiver number five, Jalen Cropper, had had a big night having 153 total offense, uh, 36 yards throwing, 61 yards receiving, and 60 yards running. And he also threw for a touchdown. But our defense did a hell of a job making Hawaii punt a few times that led to the Bulldogs taking the lead. Uh, the Bulldogs are now 4-4 four and four and 2-2 two and two in the uh, Mountain West division. And they plan on making a roll for the for this week as well, which will be a, a home game on Saturday, November 9th versus Utah State Aggies, who are fourth in the Mountain West Mountain Division, three and one in conference. Uh, Fresno State hopes to keep their, their dreams alive for another uh, run for the division championship, uh, but they will be taking on a good Utah State football team. Uh, Utah State has lost to Air Force and BYU, but looks to turn things around with uh, Bakersfield bred QB number 10, Jordan Love from Liberty High, uh, High School. Uh, they've beaten San Diego State, who is number one in the West Division, and Colorado State, which defeated the Bulldogs two weeks ago, uh, 41-31. This week's matchup will be one on the line with both running backs looking uh, to open up holes, and also uh, both running backs are able to carry a whole load if need be. I just hope uh, Jorge Reina is ready to play as he didn't throw a single pick last week versus Hawaii. We need to stop their running game. Uh, running back number one, G uh, Gerald Bright, who has rushed for 500-plus yards this year and averages 5.5 uh, yards per carry. This will be our chance to take back, you know, our 500 record and put us in a great position to win another Mountain West championship. So make sure you wear your red and support our Bulldogs. But while we're supporting the Fresno State Bulldogs football, let's support Fresno State basketball. And our basketball season has started, and we look forward to supporting, you know, our Bulldog basketball team. They lost their first game to uh, number 15 Oregon Oregon Ducks, 71-57. to Um our leading scorer was forward number 32, Nate Grimes, who scored 13 points, three re rebounds, and one assist. Uh, the next games will be Sunday, November 11th versus Winthorpe, then Tuesday, November 12th at San Diego. Um, also this week, Paul George, uh, the NBA player for the LA Clippers, will have his number retired on November 10th at Bulldogs home opener. This is a great day for Fresno State and Paul George. After his two-year stint with the program, they're going uh, to the NBA draft in 2010 after being selected 10th to the Indiana Pacers, where he had a great success. Um, he'll have his number retired next to Jerry Tarkanian's number two jersey, which was retired in 2014. Paul George is now teamed up with the San Diego States and M uh, NBA MVP Kawhi Leonard uh, on the LA Clippers. And it, it's going to be awesome to see, um, you know, that number 23 um, in the, in the rafters it, up at um, St. Mark center. But while we're talking about local sports, let's talk about the CIF central section football. Um, a lot of divisional uh, playoff matchups this week. And I don't want to go through all the matchups. I got them all written down, but just some of these matchups look look pretty tough. 
Let's talk about, you know, the Division I um, matchups. And I think, to me, the best matchup is going to be Clovis North versus Clovis West, uh, which the winner will play number three, Liberty. You know, Buchanan has a bye, and also Central has a bye, so, um, and Bullard has a bye as well. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I know some of these teams, you know, I don't want to name them all because there's so many, but I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of these matchups that you will see uh, some of the underdogs actually winning. Um, and now in the division two, you know, uh, they got Sanger at number five and they're playing number 10 Dinuba. Um, they got, uh, number six St. Joseph versus number 11 Sunnyside. Um, and this division two to me is something that you guys want to keep looking after. I mean, they got, uh, number two, San Joaquin Memorial with the bye. And they also got number one, um, Hanford with the bye. So, you know, this is going to be an exciting time for, uh, for central section, uh, football. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go through all the games, but just some of the, some of the good matchups this week are, uh, for the division three will be, um, the number nine South versus number eight central Valley Christian. Uh, which the winner will play Kingsburg, and then Lamore versus number ten West, and the player uh, that winner will play number two uh, Bakersfield Christian. Um, I'm pretty impressed with how the how the football season has been going so far. Um, I just think that these matchups uh, are not necessarily in order of uh, you know best to worst because number five uh, Sanger, you know they they've been doing real good. Um, and I know that uh, there's going to be some some teams that are going to be upsetting another team. So I just think this week for the for the game of the week, it's going to be it's a toss up because I want to go with I want to go with uh, Bakersfield versus number ten Clovis, uh, which the number uh, that the winner of that will play the number two uh, Buchanan, and I I feel like Central Bullard Buchanan. Um, and then there's going to have to be someone that upsets, you know, I, I feel like, uh, in that division one situation, uh, anybody's game right now, but that's just, uh, some of the matchups for, uh, for this week in high school football, as, uh, the weeks keep going, I'll, I'll, I'll keep, uh, you know, giving you guys the matchups of the week. But while we're talking about football, let's talk about the NFL week 10, uh, this season has been very interesting year. The Patriots lost to the Ravens last week to give the Pates their first loss of the season. The 49ers are still terrorizing teams with their defense and holding on as the only team that is undefeated in the NFL. Chiefs QB Patrick Mahomes practiced fully this week after missing the previous two games with a dislocated knee and is looking to make progress to returning to the field. So make sure you keep up with this standing uh, going into game day. Uh, Cardinals running back David Johnson practiced in full this week and looks to make a comeback after suffering from an ankle injury. Uh, Giants tight end Evan Ingram looks to miss more time with his midfoot sprain. Uh, Jets running back Le'Veon Bell missed practice due to a knee injury, which didn't cause any structural damage. Uh, Falcons QB Matt Ryan practiced this week after suffering an ankle injury versus the Rams uh, two weeks ago. 
Uh, Saints running back Alvin Kamara was a full participant after missing the last two games. Uh, Rams wide receiver Brandon Cooks will be out due to concussion protocol. And Clay Matthews uh, from the Rams is also questionable after suffering a broken jaw. Um, just some of the NFL matchups this week. Thursday is going to be Chargers versus Raiders. Sunday, uh, Falcons versus Saints. Chiefs versus Titans. Ravens versus Bengals. Lions versus Bears. Rams versus Steelers. Vikings versus Cowboys, and on Monday night, Niners versus Seahawks. And for the matchup of the week, I want to—I have to go with the 49ers versus Seahawks. Uh, this will be a great divisional game. Seahawks has a great record of a seven and two, and trying to at least take a a game from the Niners. Uh, the way the 49ers defense has been looking, it's going to take a lot to overcome this week. This is 49ers' first 8-0 start since the 1990 uh, season and finished that season 14-2. Their offense has been scoring, you know, 29 points per game, which is third in the NFL, and has been able to convert 40%, uh, 46% of their third downs. And also, their running game is averaging close to 171 yards a game and is second in the NFL. Uh, the 49ers found their number one receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, which was a late season pickup. And I believe that the Seahawks QB, Russell Wilson is playing at a MVP level this year and is looking to score some points versus the 49ers. I just think that the Seattle uh, defense will not be able to stop the 49ers three man running game, which will result in an, a win for the 49ers 27, 24. But while we're talking about sports, let's talk about the NBA. And the NBA is getting more exciting as the weeks progress. Um, I just think, you know, with the NBA, uh, just how you're holding out players, your stars, just like Kawhi, he set, he set out his first back-to-back, um, and they lost to the Bucks, 129 to 124. Uh, Giannis scored, you know, 39 points. And just a matchup like that, you want to see a star versus a star. I understand that you don't want to uh, put too much time and too much uh, wear and tear on your players, but you know when you're when you're playing against a, a, a MVP caliber uh, player, you want to see your MVP uh, caliber guy go against each other. And to me, uh, Kawhi, he needs to sit because you know he is injury prone. But I think if they were to sit him, they should sit him on a home game. They shouldn't sit. They shouldn't be able to sit him, you know, on a on a away game. I I feel like if you pay for those tickets, you're paying to see the best uh, product on the floor. And I feel like when you when you're uh, when you're sitting your guys on the road, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense uh, to even buy tickets because you know uh, Giannis will score thirty nine points on on the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard playing. And if if uh, Kawhi Leonard did play, we would see a whole different ball game. Uh, it was a, still a close matchup, but I feel like uh, without Kawhi playing, you know, you're going to see Giannis scoring 39 or close to 40 points a game. Um, let's talk about the Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns two-game suspension. Um, if you guys didn't see that last week, there was a a, a, a tussle, uh, which Ben Simmons ended up choking out <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns, and he didn't even get freaking suspended. That was crazy to me, is this guy could choke someone out and not get suspended. But 
you know, I, I, I get why the NBA did suspend these two guys. There wasn't really any uh, real fighting going on. But I just think that uh, the way that Embiid kind of, you know, motivated this fight or kind of, you know, made it seem like he won the fight. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You know, it was just a push and shove match. But Embiid did uh, come back um, and kind of, you know, made the crowd go nuts over this fight, which was really nothing. So to me, it's just, you know, just get back to basketball, get back to playing at your guys' high, highest level, and hopefully that, you know, these these two players are, are back uh, on the on the floor. You know, we see them both go out and play like insane. You know, go go score 30, 40 points. Go go get MVP caliber numbers. Um, the more that you you know you you're you're killing it on the floor, the more that that this fight will never even matter. But also, the Lakers are on a roll right now. I mean, I watch every Lakers game, and I know not everybody's a Lakers fan, but definitely I'm a Lakers fan. So I gotta I gotta really talk about my team right now, and seeing how Dwight Howard has been actually putting in work. I mean, seeing this guy uh, with the Lakers with Kobe compared to the Lakers with LeBron, I'm I'm in shock right now. I this was a totally you know, change for him. He he hasn't played a, a like this for about three or four seasons. Um, he's also been hurt. Last year, I think he was hurt most of the season. But seeing how he's blocking shots, he's getting rebounds, he's hustling down the floor, playing defense. It's showing me the capabilities that he has. And, you know, I think he still has a lot in his tank. And I think people kind of wrote, wrote him off just by being soft or, or by being not as, uh, as dominant as he used to be, but seeing how he's playing now is showing me that there's another side to Dwight Howard and the way that he's been playing is showing me that he really wants to win a championship. Um, the Lakers will be playing Miami Heat on Friday, and I don't see the Lakers slowing down. Even though the Miami Heat are, have a very good team and, you know, they have a, a, a good couple of young guys, I just think LeBron playing triple-double with his third consecutive triple-double is just showing that he's, he's going to be an MVP candidate again. You can't really knock the guy's uh, skills, and you can't knock um, – you know, the way that he wants to be portrayed as being the best player that's ever played. Uh, I just think the Lakers uh, need to just try to get that bench going a little bit more. That way LeBron doesn't have to score, you know, 30-plus points a game. And that rare and tear for him doesn't have to be so much. Um, if some of these guys, like they played the other night against San Antonio, could hit these big shots and make big plays, I, I, I think we could go a long way. But now it's time for my favorite segment, Beer of the Week. And I just wanted to, to tell you guys about this one beer that really changed my life uh, in craft beer. It's Celebration Fresh Hop IPA from Sierra Nevada Brewing out of Chico, California. It drinks at 6.8% ABV. It's brewed with Cascade Centennial and Chinook Fresh Hops. Uh, this beer was one of my first IPAs I've ever bought. 
It's a classic American IPA with so much character. The front end has layers of pine and citrus. Then the back end gives you a nice crisp bitterness and multi flavors that almost tingles your palate. This this beer is found basically everywhere you can buy beer. Uh, it should be able to you should be able to find it at any supermarket, and it's only uh, during the winter time. And if you ever come across a pack, make sure you drink it fresh. Don't wait on it. Drink it when you buy it. Um, this beer, like I said, got me into craft beer, and I've been a, a fan of this beer ever since. Uh, be sure to try this beer, which can, like I said, can be found in mostly every store that carries, carries uh, Sierra Nevada. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Like I said, this has been a tough week trying to get back into the grind, trying to get back to work. Uh, my mind hasn't been totally there, and my body just feels like now that I kind of took a break, I'm ready to get back into the gym, start working like a horse. Uh, I want to, you know, I want to kind of get more of this podcast going. Uh, I want to do some more content. Uh, I want to do more, you know, talks and, and, and I want to do more reviews. I, but I also want to know what you guys want to listen to. I want to know what teams, uh, you guys are going for. If you guys are NFL fans, tell me what teams, uh, I should be paying attention to. Maybe I, I don't see the things that you guys see and the insights that you guys might have might be able to make my content a little bit better, you know, and I, I don't think this is only my podcast. I think this is our podcast for all the listeners, uh, for all you guys that, that do listen and do tune in every week. I want it to be about us. Also, I want to get more call-ins. So make sure you call in, rep your team, rep, uh, if you, if you guys are selling something, you know, promote it here on the podcast. This is a great way to get, uh, new familiar things to you guys. You know, I, w I want to bring something new to the table. I also want to be able to uh, compete, you know, with some of these podcasts right now. And I don't think that uh, I'm better or worse. I just think I'm a lot different. And I feel like uh, with this local kind of uh, mentality, I think we could get far and we could push this to the next limit. So I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Uh, be sure to support your local businesses, your local artists, and your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off, episode 37.